I am Sebastiano Duzzi. I'm Italian, former pro rugby player and now mental coach. This story is about what I've done to keep my dream alive and what I'm doing now to begin a new chapter of my life and reach another goal. I want to share all the thoughts that changed my life and help whoever wants to chase a better future. This is a coach in the making. When I was playing rugby, I had a decision-making role. My task was to manage the pace of the game and the strategy, specifically commanding the bigger players, the ones who were doing the dirty work, so to speak. Since I was young, they told me that I had to constantly talk to them, be tough with them, make them do what I wanted, and be their leader. It all sounded great, like fascinating concepts, but What did it really mean? Now it's obviously clear to me, but the solution I found through experience is very different from what I expected of me. I think back then it was one of those things that coaches knew they had to share, even if they never truly understood it. In any case, no one explained anything to me. They only told me that those teammates of mine were essentially my slaves and they had to obey me. Do you think this is what happened? Not at all. But you know, thinking that that was supposed to be the goal, I started to feel a bit inadequate. Luckily, deep down, I didn't believe it should be that way. They hadn't told me what I was supposed to do, and yet they expected me to give orders to others, especially to the bigger players. No way. I wondered why my teammates couldn't learn from themselves what to do, so I could focus on what I enjoyed the most, which was, you know, playing with rhythm and creating scoring opportunities. That was fun. However, there were occasions when everything went well. Despite all my shouting, my teammates listened to me and had faith in what I was doing, and we understood each other. That was fun too, so, you know, the two situations didn't add up for me. It was obvious that there wasn't a single way of doing things. The leadership my coaches were describing to me didn't make sense. It seemed to be just an innate quality, not a started strategy for victory. I had to understand better. So I went back to study again. I watched a lot of matches and above all, I listened to interviews with the world's best coaches. And finally, I heard something that confirmed my doubts and gave me hope. They spoke about self-management. Confidently deciding what to do, not by chance, but because they grew a serious knowledge. In short, they said, first, you have to know. And at that age, I certainly couldn't do it by myself. I needed someone to help me. So, what became evident was that my coaches were asking me to be sure about the work they hadn't done. Let me explain. They hadn't told me how to play properly, and yet I was supposed to be ready to guide others. And, you know, they were judging me on that. Something in this process had to be wrong. I got very angry. I saw it as an injustice. But at least I had a direction to follow now, given by the best in the field. So, this time things were different. 
I learned that leadership is driven by knowledge. If you think about it, when you are an expert about something, you don't feel overwhelmed when facing it. You can explain it, you can control your emotions and be logical. Unexpected things can happen, but somehow you will be able to draw from your experience and solve the problems. And then, as I continued my studies, I also learned that there isn't just one kind of leader. Limiting another person's possibilities is the opposite of what should be done. Everyone has their own way of connecting with others and helping them perform at their best. And at the same time, everyone has their own way of being influenced. The matter cannot be reduced to a single leadership way. Just to be clear, the correct meaning of leader is someone who guides others in a chosen direction. Everyone brings their own uniqueness and based on their level of skills, they assume a role that showcases their strengths and brings out the best in others. This is crucial within a group. But as I mentioned before, we can be leaders for others only when we're leaders for ourselves. And that starts with growing your knowledge and abilities so that you have the confidence to make important decisions for your own life when needed. In my experience in the game, I grew up believing that my task was to influence others in how things should be done. For too long they made me believe that a leader had to be a, like a warrior chief, whose job was to help others being more aggressive. Obviously that's a big quality, but it's certainly not the only one. I've seen teammates fight each other to get hyped, others feeling down because of the tension, some listening to music alone in silence, others seeking comfort from their teammates, and I myself had different needs. So again, is there a right way or a wrong one? Can you motivate everyone in the same way? Now, my conclusion was that more than anything else, my role had to provide clarity. I had to ensure a clear game plan for others, and then they would do their job. It was all about respecting roles and taking responsibility. That's a big difference from what they explained to me. Well, now I know that for years without this knowledge, I wasn't able to manage myself properly. And I couldn't support my teammates in the game as well as I could. But that's what I focused on in the last part of my career. And the results brought me more satisfaction than any victory. Leadership is a huge topic. It needs to be explored and adapted to every context because it goes beyond the conventional imagination we have. This is just an introduction, of course, but the foundation of our relationship is knowing how to lead ourselves in the world. So, when you take care of this aspect, I assure you the quality of your experiences and the results you achieve always improve. So, in the end, it's always up to you.